Bro, I remember having those boxes doing a Task Rabbit gig, all books, Chinatown, yeah. seventh floor. I did oh, it during yeah. the pandemic, dude. I used to have to lock the truck. I'd be coming. Remember when they threw all them bricks and stuff? What? I was doing a moving job then. It was all over the news where they said people were leaving bricks around for people. <laughs> oh to yeah, throw. for Antifa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Antifa. I couldn't think of the name. And um, anyways, I was right there. Chinatown went. Was happening, bro. Bricks flying. I'm running with TVs. Wow. Locking up the van, going back and forth. Chinatown set, and you know they got hallway B. You've been in this yep. Chinatown. Oh yeah, it's bro, all it's dark. The weirdest thing I've ever seen. The ceilings are this big. Well, dude. it's like a five thousand dollar apartment with like the shittiest hallway of all time. Yeah. No, no lights or nothing. Yeah. There's like aisle B, C. It's like a, a damn trap. Do I start banging on the wall? Said help, <laughs> dude. I couldn't figure out. You end up yeah, just in some weird place. There's no exit sign. Uh-huh. There's no. I was literally scared. There was like Walk house up. and mirrors. Yep. I was pressing on the walls. I'm like some. Well, it's very spooky looking too. No, <laughs> right. every apartment in New York City, they never that they put the very least amount of effort into making the hallway look presentable. And you can't stand up all the way in those Chinatown apartments. They yeah. take one floor and cut it into two. Yeah, no air conditioning. And dude, I had the books. Yeah, and just hot, dude. Yeah. Going up and down. I almost like I remember doing that. It was yeah, six, seven floor walk up or something, and it was at the very, very top. And I had to just carry boxes up and down. And you get so close to just throwing up at a certain point. Yeah. You get tired enough where it's like, I'm just going to vomit all over this lady's apartment. <laughs> I had to keep <laughs> like, changing my shirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, me too. I'd bring like a different extra shirts in my bag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And by the end, you're just like, you just lost like 10 pounds of water weight. That's when people say, oh, you can only work out 40 minutes. I'll say, no, nah, you can work out 11 hours. It's just how hard do you want to do it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, what's your motivation at that point? And then, yeah, I would get out of there, and then I'd go to Chipotle and eat an entire burrito and yeah. still be hungry. Yeah. And you're on the train, and you can't get a seat after that. See, you were, I had a van. I was driving. I didn't have time to eat unless uh, you yeah. ate at the place where you were doing the moving job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, dude, that I never got lucky with that. Like, I would eat little BS from the bodega, maybe a granola bar if I could, but yeah. you got to watch your van. Dude, I lost so much weight. Yeah. I couldn't eat till I got home. It is like uh, you do feel like you're working though when you're doing that. Oh yeah, but it really that is like a very getting to the end of that day is so satisfying. You won. Yeah, yeah. When they dangle that carrot in front of your face, man, that's what it is. Like, if somebody were to tell me, oh, if you post this YouTube video, you're gonna make four dollars. I would then post five thousand YouTube videos. Right. Because I would be like, all right, here I'm retired now. Yeah. But the whole thing is the gamble when you're like, uh, am I gonna get it? Right. Well, the thing with moving, too, it's like, uh, you know that, you know how much you're going to make, basically. Right. It's not like if I really crush this, then I'm going to become, I'm going to move up to the next level of mover. Right. It's like, no, you know, you basically know you're going to make a few hundred bucks if you're doing that job. Yeah. Yeah. There's not like a real good motivation to become good at it. Yeah, dude. And I remember when I first moved back to the city, man, I had no money. And um, I wanted a tip so bad. Then they're like, yeah, we'll tip you on the app, dude. Uh, like, yeah, you know, yeah. you got to wait for it. Yeah. I was like, oh, dude, I did this moving job in Hell's Kitchen. Literally, my first day back in the city, I had a moving job. And uh, dude, I had no money at all. And I ended up right after the moving job. I went to Pret, did my little sandwich thing where you steal a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. and the people kind of caught me, you know. I didn't have a newspaper. Yeah. They're, and they're chasing me out. And then, dude, I was her move. I run up the street and, she, and they, hey, that guy just stole a sandwich. 
And she's like, that's my mover. And she's trying to defend me, bro. I got this sandwich in my hand. Oh, man. I was like, I paid for this. And they're acting like I didn't pay. I left the money on the counter. (laughs) Wow. I was like, I hope I don't get a bad review for this. Yeah. It's not your business. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What I do when I I leave. I did the moving job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like, well, my AirPods were missing, too. I'm like, well, I don't know anything about that. You want to check me? Right. The feeling, though, of getting to the end of, like, a day like that. You ever see these, like, construction guys hanging out and, like, at, it's, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. And you just see, like, 10 construction dudes just sitting on the sidewalk drinking beer? Yep. You can see, I mean, like, some people, I think, judge those guys. But, like, once you've done any kind of hard manual labor, it's like, oh, I 100% understand what this guy's plan was. Right. That must feel so good. Just to sit and not have to work. But just anybody, just being able to sit and drink beer like that. It's like if you work an office job and you work like some academic software shit, it's like after work, maybe you go and get a beer, but you do not have the same pleasure that this guy has. Right. Of being able to just lay down on the sidewalk. Right. And just drink beer with his immigrant buddies. Because you're so exhausted. (laughs) Yeah. I remember I used to work for this landscaping company and dude, our half an hour lunch break, I would just be thanking God I could lay there and not move. Hey, you feel so good. Oh, I just don't got to move. And I'd come home and lay on my floor. (laughs) You don't even care where you're laying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When you're so tired, like. You appreciate it so much more. Airport floors, wherever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, hey, man. Yeah, that hard day's work will do it to you. I'd be laying in the back of trucks, moving trucks, like after a job, like, look, I just got chill. You ever move somebody's stuff, everything they own is heavy. Right. You didn't buy one light thing. Everything is made out of mahogany. Yeah, this table's made of ivory. (laughs) (laughs) Weighs 9,000 pounds. Well, just think, like, if you were around, if you were born, like, 200 years earlier, then every, every single day of your life would have been that kind of labor. Right. You're just born and you 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 quit school at like 10. And from then on, it's like, no, you're working on the fi- in the fields. You're just working. Just busting your ass. Like you're in Ireland. I think that's why like it's so much easier for guys back then to get married when they're like 14 years old. Yeah. And you start having kids with your wife and everything because you're just tired all the time. Yeah. You don't even got the energy to like try to get laid somewhere else or like you know, <laughs> right. mess around. It's like, no, it's, it's I've worked all day long. I'm exhausted and it's getting dark outside. So, no, I'm hanging out with this woman. Yeah, this is my girl. <laughs> yeah, this is it. We're, we're, we're going to live till we're 40 and then die. But I don't have to work as hard. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, I have enough shit to think about at this point. I got a whole field of chickens I got to deal with. It's like I can't go go off on an adventure. Whereas these days, guys have, I mean, like you spend all day at a job where you don't do anything. So you still yeah. have all this energy and you're still anxious. So then you end up, you know, getting into trouble, getting divorced or something. Well, and back then, remember the kids had to take care of the parents. Yeah, like the youngest son. It's now it's your turn to take care of mom. Yeah. So this kid's like, man, I want to get married and spend my money. At least if I'm spending my money on my wife, I could be banging her. Like, yeah, right. Then I'm gonna have kids, and we'll go through it again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's just tired all the time. Listen, in eight more years now, you're gonna be raising your mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a much it's a much simpler life. It's crazy, yeah. though. I remember going to the, uh, the casino, the Resort World Casino in Queens. Mm-hmm. It's like the only casino in New York City. Wow. It's way the fuck out there. It's like Ozone Park. If you go there at like four... I was there filming with that TV show thing. But like if you go there at like four o'clock in the afternoon, there's just all these construction guys that are still wearing like their construction yeah. outfit. Just going there gambling. Just playing like video poker and shit. Man. Yeah, slot machines. Them construction workers make some money. I was talking to one. He told me he makes a thousand a day. 
I believe it, but it's like just seeing somebody where it's like I'm getting out of work and it's like I don't give a fuck right now. I'm just gonna go blow this on a slot machine. Yeah, that's what that's, that's the mentality right there. Yeah, you you know you worked your whole day, left your kids at home. Some of these guys, the reason they sleep outside is I felt bad for the one dude. And I was like, man, where you, you got to sleep outside? I was like, like I was going to offer him, I'm working in this building if you want to sleep there. Yeah. And he goes, oh, no, I got a house. But he goes, the train takes like three hours. Right. So, you know, I'm just going to sleep here three, four hours and just start working again. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I can figure seven hours. By the time you go home and come back, that's seven hours on the train, buses. Hey, you probably don't got that nice of a bed anyway. It's a home. Right. So it's like, yeah, you might as well stick around and work a little bit more. Sleep on the sidewalk. Yeah. A little stiff mattress for you. You ever gone to like a strip club after work? Yeah. You think it feels better after you like, do you think those are guys who like work a real like manual labor job and then you go to the strip club or is this like you're working like a bullshit sales job? You see a little bit of everything in there. Car salesmen. Yeah. You know what happens is when you're in retail and sales, car sales, you know, your one friend comes around with the bottle. Yeah, give Jack a little. You know, uh, they yeah, got yeah. some whiskey in there. It's like one in the afternoon. They're taking right. shots. Yeah. And then maybe by around nine o'clock at night, even if it's like seven, six thirty, then, you know, the sales are wrapping up. The boss went home early. Yeah. Pop off a couple more. The next thing, maybe rip somebody off and sold them a little piece of shit, Chevette. And then you got a little extra money you made on them. And you go, hey, guys, let's go down to the strip club. I'll get the first round. Then, boom, you're, you know, everybody's, oh, Danny. Right. Danny ain't going. Yeah. And then you're down at the strip club. It's you, a truck driver, some people from detail, a couple Mexican construction workers. Right. Do you feel like, though, have you ever made... I've never gone to a strip club when it wasn't like kind of a special occasion. It's always just, just it's going? somebody's birthday or it's like a bachelor party thing. But I can't imagine just going. Just well, a regular, just a regular Tuesday in the summer. It's like, all right, well, six o'clock, clocking out. <laughs> all right, well, yeah, let's go down to Cheetahs or something. That's crazy to me. Maybe I went thinking it was a special occasion, but when I got there, it was not. Strip <laughs> clubs used to be a lot busier too before, like. TikTok and Instagram and oh, OnlyFans, really? remember? I don't know. Man, I feel like nowadays strip clubs are dead. I don't know. I, I haven't been to one in a while. But I have a hard time believing that like there's like teenagers now who are like looking forward to going to a strip club. Right. I think you just see shit now, yeah. I don't think it's it's it has the same excitement as it used to. Back then, I remember when I was 18, strip clubs used to be popping, slam. Oh, yeah. People, your friends, man, every day, hey, Mikey. Did you, you know. go on your 18th birthday? Um, yeah, I think so. I went on my friend's 18th birthday, actually. We went to this one place, bro. I'm telling you, these girls would go, like, this was, this strip club was something else, man. Like, the dirtiest, most drug addicts. I'm telling you, dude, girls would be getting kidnapped and coming back five days later. They'd be like, yeah, I got kidnapped. Again. Yeah, (laughs) it's like, you're 19. Wow. You know, but they would be getting stolen for a few days. Uh, This happened a lot, dude. Was this like in the hood somewhere? Yeah, it was like in the country hood, too. The Uh, worst of the hoods. Like way out. Yeah, in the sticks, dude. You're surrounded by corn. Wow. And dude, people. It was just like a parking lot around it. Yep, yeah. it was just in the back, and we went for my buddy. This is the type of strip club you go if you're trying to get in some trouble. It was called the Palace. 
And uh, dude, yeah. it was not a palace. There was two strip clubs. There was one in the front where they kept stuff legal. Then there was one in the back. You pay a little extra. You know somebody. Wow. In the back, it was Champagne all, room. Yeah, no rules, dude. 100% right. Wow. It was like anything goes completely nude. The top, they'd put on their bra a little bit yeah. and this and that. But then there was a separate bouncer at the second door. And they'd always give you a hard time. And you knew this, the, there was a party back there. Uh, You're wow. like, no, nah, I know. I was here Wait, last so they're, week. they're like pretending it doesn't exist back there? Yeah. It's like a secret Oh, wow. It's a secret spot. And girls were hoeing. People were just doing blow. And it's just wild, dude. It was like... And it was way more packed in the back. Wow. And then they didn't have... They didn't follow any rules. There was no like alcohol rules or like closing Yeah, times. you were 18, right? Yeah. Wow. And they, we would let us in the back and bro... Girls would just be banging people in the back. Wow. But so we went for my friend. We're trying to tell him about the back room special. And he's hammered drunk, dude. He falls in the parking lot and cuts his wrist on glass. Whoa. And first off, this place is a hard place to get to. Like, you know, it's about a 40-minute drive in the sticks, you know. So we're all here. We're all excited to go to the back. And we're like, bro, listen, put your hand in your pocket, man. We're not, what do you mean? Take you to the hospital. Dude, he's bleeding <laughs> oh, wow. bad, bro. This is his birthday? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah. You guys are bad friends. Yeah. Dude, and he's bleeding real bad. Well, stick your hand in your pocket. So he's got his hand in his pocket. And dude, these light colored jeans, blood all down oh, the my jeans, God. bro. Wow. And we're trying to tell this bouncer we want to go in the back. <laughs> he's like, what the hell is going on with you guys? Man. They let him in. They wow. let my guy in. Dude, this girl, my buddy was there, a good friend of mine, right, right before he got married, too. And this girl takes her fingers and, like, you know, puts them inside her butt and then puts them inside his drink. And, dude, these drinks weren't cheap. Wow. He's like, whoa, whoa, I'm not drinking this now. Yeah. And <laughs> nobody give him another drink. It was like an $18 drink. He's like, she put her fingers in her butt and put it in my drink. Right. And they're like, well, what are you here for if That's you don't like girls? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, are you a weirdo? Yeah. Yeah. What's this guy's gay. You? Yeah. <laughs> you don't like women? <laughs> everybody. Wow. Everybody's like, dude, she had her fingers in her butt. Did did your friend bleed out? Or did she just like, eventually the, the blood clots up or something? Yeah, he was bleeding real good. They ended up, uh, he was getting a dance with a girl and she seen what was going on. Blood everywhere. Kicked him out. Wow. And well, we I feel like it. when you're 18 and you go to the strip club, it's like, all right, you're gonna get, you might get kicked out. Right. That's not, a, that's not, you know, totally out of the question. Yeah, one of my friends, there was this one busted stripper there, and he would always be getting dances from her and stuff. Ended up dating her for two years. Wow. Yep, met her there. He's like, look, man, we keep, we don't talk about work. Huh. You know, she don't want to know what I do when I'm detailing cars. And yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to know about the towel I used to wipe off the door. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't want to hear about her. Yeah. Sticking her finger. In the yeah. All I got to say is it was a busy night last night. Wow. Well, even the thing is, though, that's like what half the guys think is going to happen when they're with a stripper. They think they're going to date the girl. You know, it's just right. a stripper trying to get money out of you. At least it's your friend. mentality. Yeah. At least your friend got something out of it. You know, that's what it is like with guys. I feel like like when we're hurt with relationships, we just want to fill that void, that girl. Right. And like that's why we go to the strip club. Maybe, oh, maybe she will date me. Let me get your number. Well, it's like you get the feeling of she has to pretend to like me at first right. for, for a little while. So at least you get that kind of endorphin, whatever. So And maybe she will. You know, you never know. Yeah, you they f- got to date somebody. You feel like, hey, she's 
obviously she's you know going through a, uh, a unique time in her life maybe i caught her at the right time yeah maybe i'll babysit our kids that's why I don't respect these these kids that go through heartbreak. Like when I got my little cousin, 18, or somebody calling me sad. Oh, my girlfriend won't date me. It's like, bro, go on Instagram, offer a girl 200 bucks, and yeah. tell her to come over. Yeah. Like, what are you sad about, dude? You live in different times. Yeah. I tell people even... that you're in the NFL. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Lie to them. Tell them you got money in Bitcoin. Print up some fake bank receipts. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I wonder though, it's like because there's like different kinds of strip clubs. Because that the one you're describing is like this is way out. This is like a destination you got to go to. But there's no like that's not a strip club where it's like oh this guy's a millionaire so he's just gonna go blow money. At-. Right. You go to like no. a nice like high class place in the city for that. Yeah, we had one of those Tiffany's dolls. Yeah. It was called, and yeah, we went there. That's when you really got to splurge. I had a, a good friend of mine, a bachelor party, which is the worst bachelor party you you could throw for anybody. What? But, um, Strip club? Yeah. yeah that's pretty like, standard. I don't know. Where else, what else is there? Maybe take them to Pittsburgh. It's still a strip club like in a small city. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe go to like, maybe down south or somewhere. I don't even know what, I mean like a bachelor party. I've only done it like once. But like, what else is there besides strip club? You see guys I, like we're gonna go fishing or something. It's like I had like a hundred and sixty bucks, and I had to be this bachelor party guy. Uh, yeah. So I was like, you know what I'm gonna do is I took I, I hustled it nice, man, because we did a double bachelor party. We went to Pittsburgh. I had everybody throw in on something, and uh, you know, so we got to do it. Everybody throws in on the party bus or whatever. Yeah. You get a little limo, seven people. Then this way you're at least doing something. And everybody throws in. You all spend maybe 60 bucks. Right. Your friend takes a, a limo to a bar. You buy him his drinks. Yeah. I don't know. That's basically a bachelor party. Yeah. But I had one friend, kind of a friend. I don't know. Uh, he was kind of a friend at that time, but I don't really talk to him anymore. But, um. I had one friend, we had a uh, strip club last minute bachelor party for them. And we took them to this place. I took them here. And they had this special where it was like uh, $99. Your friend gets pulled up on stage and gets spanked in front of everybody. So I was like, all right, this is the cheapest thing I could do. So boom, we did it. Called ahead, signed them up. I get there. Boom. Dude, that takes about six minutes. I'm out of money. Oh, no. Yeah, We're yeah. stuck at this strip club. Yep. This is why I believe in God. I was saved by an angel. It's this guy sitting next to me, hundreds of dollars. Wow. I tell him my story. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is my friend's bachelor party. I didn't have much money. I brought him here. Now I'm broke. He goes, whoa, this dude's getting fucking married, dude. He's going nuts. He's like, I'm buying him a dance. Dude has stacks of money out wow. the ass. And drove in a red Ferrari in the parking lot, huh. this dude. Which, it's like, you don't even need to be at a strip club if you got a brand new red Ferrari. Right, yeah. Kids all toss, kid cheekbones and teeth all good. He's there by himself? He was there with another guy, oh, actually okay. a war veteran. Dude, best package a disabled war veteran from Iraq. Oh, and his rich drug dealer friend. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the dude wasn't a drug dealer. He was, um, he made, he invented the slingshot bikes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those bikes with the two wheels on the front? Oh, yeah, it's like you see a pack of Puerto Rican dudes in, yeah. in the West Village that just <laughs> yeah. take over the block for a little while. People yeah. that are scared to ride a motorcycle but still want to look cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we'll get well, that. Well, it's like a motorcycle, but it's got like a nice sound system on it. 
It's like a safe you can, motorcycle. You can get the motorcycle thrill while also just like annoying everybody on the block. Yeah, I don't see how. And girls will hop in. Guys will be in Times Square with their music. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I'm scared to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, like, it gives a different. It's not. I don't even. When I look at those things, I don't even see motorcycle. I see car with no. It's like a Jeep, basically. Right. It's like a three wheel Jeep. Yeah, I'm scared to ride a motorcycle, but I'm crazy enough to. But I, but I still have 80 grand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I see them in Times Square all the time. It's also, it's like the kind of thing where you, it's not just, you never see one of them. Right. You see a gang of 10. Yeah, you need friends in the club. They're all, yeah. They They're all, called slingshots. They all came down from Yonkers or something. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we riding tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then they all get their bikes, their system. Got their girlfriend, that you know, over there that. She don't got enough sense to realize how stupid this is. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been inside one? No, nah, maybe I changed my yeah. whole mind. <laughs> maybe it looks kind of tight. I don't know. It might be fun. They got the little neon lights. Yeah, I've never, I've still never been on a motorcycle, but I think before I went on a motorcycle, I'd rather ride in one of those. It's like, yeah, this dude was telling me, he said he like helped patent it because he kept wrecking his, he had a three-wheeler and he, he got multi-millions of dollars off this. Right. It's crazy just... Uh, it's such a simple idea. Like you think that thing would have been invented since the beginning of time. It's not. It's like. Well, you think they would get to that before they got to two wheels, right? Yeah, narrow it down <laughs> a little. Well, you start with four, then you go to three. That makes sense. Yeah, you don't go from two to four to two. Well, to like three. the three wheel. I mean, the one we're talking about is like two in the front. Yeah, one in the back. But normally you see two in the back, one in the front. That's yeah, like the old a, trike. That's like a beach cruiser or something, right? Yeah, they had the trikes, man. Them things, people have them trikes. Yeah. With the sidecar too. But that's like, I mean, that's really like like a weird motorcycle guy. That's dangerous. Yeah, because yeah. you can't really go, if you're going fast and you spin the wheel, you know, you're just going straight over it. You got that trike, you could wreck easy. That's why they quit making them. I think they stopped making them. Well, those are always to me. It's like uh, it's like a motorcycle guy, but he's like about a hundred pounds too heavy. So yeah. like he's just a big fat guy. He can't really balance on a motorcycle. So you got to spread him out a little bit. It is crazy to me whenever you see them fat guys on the mopeds in New York. They drive them so good and so fast. Uh, I don't yeah. know if it helps that they're fat. Uh, Maybe it keeps their center of gravity. You lower ever or see them? They'll yeah. be flying around the fat dudes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's like they like they can do like the lean thing. Where it's yeah. Just, yeah, they hit a corner. It blows me away on that little moped. Drove it down from the Bronx. Yeah, They'll like be going big pun. fast, man. Yeah, yeah. This dude had unlimited money, dude. He probably blew about $25,000 at the strip club. Wow. My, See, what is that guy doing in Youngstown, Ohio? Yeah, really. <laughs> well, the guy that created Bowflexes from Youngstown, too. No, but still, you think you're making that kind of money and you got the red Ferrari. You'd be, you know, yeah. But then once you go to the Pittsburgh. big city, you know, there's uh, three other people with that red Ferrari. Yeah, I guess. And you're like, oh, I'm fish. not the man anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're in Youngstown, you stand out. Do you think though? I mean, like, I remember one time I went to the strip club when I was in San Diego, and it was me. I was doing comedy at the time, so it was me and two of my comic buddies. We went to the strip club, and we stayed there. We got there. It was like seven. And I remember like we were watching stripper do her stripper dance. And then we stayed there for like two hours just because we were just talking and joking around. Yeah. And next thing we knew, it was like 8.30, 8.45, and that same stripper from the beginning came back out and did the same dance. Yeah. Same song. That's when you realize it really is just like, you know. A two-hour thing. It's a two-hour show. Yeah. And it's just like doing comedy where it's like, no, <laughs> the audience is supposed to turn over at a certain point. You're yeah. not supposed to be at a strip club for more than like an hour and a half. Especially not spending money. 
Yeah, especially you're not hanging out, but it's like, even if you were that rich like that guy, it's like, how often do you think you'd go to a strip club? Yeah, I mean, well... It, it would you, always have to be a special occasion. It would be so weird to be just like, you were just there yesterday. Are you going to go back? Yeah, it's like at one point you think you'd just get a girlfriend that would help you spend that money. Or you would just get bored. I mean, he would have three or four he'd be going in the back room with. Wow. Buying my friend one, the disabled war vet dude, he lost his hand and got blown up, lost his hand and his eye. Wow. And dude, he was like, you know, he just had that, that knob, Stump. dude. Hey. Yeah. And it was just a wild time, man. He kept girls were sitting there. He's trying to put it by their lip. He's like, oh, almost gotcha. They're just like, whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Man, those poor strippers. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, a few hundred dollar bills later, them girls were seeing how far down they could go on that nub. Wow. They're, I, I seen it. I was like, yo, this is crazy. What type of night is this right now? Man, how funny would it be that stripper, those same strippers were there like the next day? And they're talking to one of the other strippers. They're like, oh, you should have been here yesterday. Ah. Oh, that was the best day ever. Yeah, nobody <laughs> oh, I didn't have to do that. shit. All I had to do was suck on this wrist for a while. There was a guy with a nub. There was a dude with he a Ferrari. throwing money around. All I had to do was lick the nub for a while. He kept he kept using his war disability for dances. He's like, you girls should give me free dances. I, I fought for your freedom. Wow. You're free because of me. You know, he kept saying it. He was he was angry, disabled vet. Uh, yeah. You got to be happy. You got to be like, I'm just happy. God and country. Right. That's a better way to get it. If you're angry, it's going to be, you know. It's tough. Yeah. It's angry. It's like if you're trying to like uh, get like a free chicken sandwich or something. Right. You right. You can't be angry trying to get a lap dance. Right. Because it just doesn't buy. She's angry, too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when somebody's angry, you want to get rid of them, not bring them in and right. yeah, take off your clothes. They were there for a while, dude. Spent all kinds of money. Spent thousands. Easy. I can't. I mean, like, I was in... Remember that Jennifer Lopez movie about strippers? Uh, Custlers. It came a couple years ago. Oh, wow. No, I didn't see that one. Did she strip in it? Uh, She plays a stripper. She doesn't really strip. But I was an extra in it. And they filmed it in uh, Long Island City, the story area. So I, I, I was, like, playing, like, a strip club, like, patron. Yeah, so it was in a real strip club in Queens. Oh yeah. So uh, we but we got there. It was like seven o'clock at night, like check in, and then you know wardrobe and everything. So we sit down in the strip club at like maybe like nine nine thirty. We were in that strip club for like ten hours straight. Wow. Sitting there, and they just keep. It was like this really elaborate scene where all these strippers are going up and down these big poles, taking off their clothes and doing. This. You got to see him naked. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a good gig. The thing is, though, here's the thing. It was a good gig at first, but then you're stuck in that. You watch that exact same sequence, them do the exact same dance for like 10 hours. So by the end of the night, it's like you're so tired of watching strippers. Wow. It was crazy. Dude, that sounds like Usher walked in. What? And he's like, yeah, I had to be the guy that was like impressed when I saw Usher. (laughs) But he just, it's a movie, so you have to film it again and again and again from different angles and everything. Yeah. And that like, I never want to see a stripper again. Or Usher. That cured me. Yeah. When the feeling ain't Usher the same like, in your he's body. Like this tall. Nah, nah. Yeah. Gotta let it burn. Usher's like 5'4". Wow. That's all a, these stars are always... The little man. Short. You know what's funny? People love to tell you how short a star is. <laughs> People, some guy was just telling me, I met De Niro, man. Big old Hollywood movie star. He's this big. <laughs> like, they think they're better than him. He's still it a good dis- actor. It is disappointing. When you see <laughs> it, somebody you think is going to be taller and they're short. Yeah, I always thought Usher was tall, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, at least 6'3". That's what they always say about, like, uh, porn stars. Every oh, porn star is, like, uh, they're, like, this big. 
they're all like under five feet tall because they have to just make the guy look bigger. Yeah, dude, that is such a crazy thing. I, I went to this thing one time. My friend, he's a comedian that knew a porno star, and we were in Tampa. And anyways, there was like three or four porno girls there. And they were like, it really, really lets you know <laughs> these dudes aren't packing that much. Right. This girl was like, dude, like a t- the size of a my size Barbie. Yeah. Like a grown woman, about three foot well, she's tall. like three foot tall, like triple D's and yeah, shit. Yeah, 75 pounds. She yeah. probably weighed. Very, yeah. It's a, this, you shouldn't, you kind of wish you didn't see it. <laughs> or this is ruining my fantasy. It thing. made me feel better. I'm like, oh, I guess, you know, I yeah. guess these guys aren't that well endowed. Yeah. Yep. Do you, do you think when you're rich, you're going to like, I think we're, we're past the age where we would have been like strip clubs. Porn. If you were rich and not not like married or anything, if I wasn't married, if I didn't have the girl I have now, yeah, and if I was rich, yeah, I'd probably just have about three move-in girlfriends. Yeah, but I would think. you do like the strip club? Would you be that guy? You know what I would do, honestly, and I'm not even joking. I, now that I'm getting older and I'm more about quality of life, I'd I'd probably get like three older ones, like an old Polish girl, like to right. make me some pierogies. Mm-hmm. You get one of those girls, Homely. you know. O- onions yeah, yeah. fried potato you know yeah, yeah, yeah. that tastes good you're she's, living she's good she's got like a handkerchief on her head yeah. maybe an old italian broad like my nana make yeah, me yeah. some meatballs yeah, yeah you sit there in your tank top a little wine or something i'd invite you over yeah, yeah. you yell at her <laughs> yeah we hang out ma <laughs> <laughs> you said the red wine yeah i want the scoots yeah, is yeah. what i want yeah dude i'd probably do that i definitely ain't going to no strip club do they have strip clubs? I don't like, like strip clubs now, and I'm poor. In like the DR, when you, on those cruises? Um, they got strip clubs, yeah. Jamaica, all them spots are loaded with strip clubs. I feel like those places, like the country is a strip club. Yeah, Jamaica is like, on every corner there's a strip club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DR is the same way. DR just has straight up girls, like girls working at cell phone stores. They'll just go stand in front outside, and they'll be a hooker then after work. It's legal, right? Probably because, dude, I see it every time I'm in DR. You see it everywhere. Rent-a-center place. Wow. You know, then I got off the clock. Let me go hook for a few hours. Wow. And people pull up. I think there's some guys that it's like a sex tourist thing where you go specifically for that, right? Really? This guy's come down. Uh, well, I know I met some guys on a cruise once, all these car salesmen, and it was the dude, they were taking them down there. They were to Mexico. They were yeah. going to Mexico for it. Right. And they're like, I said, oh, you guys ready for the some guacamole? He goes, huh, we came here for the bitches. They were like 65 years old. Wow. I hope I'm not horny when I'm that age, to be honest. It's a curse. Yeah, really, yeah, you're burdened with it at that point. You think? Well, oh, no, I mean, I think if you are, then it's like none of those guys want to be horny either. But it's like, <laughs> it's just it's how God made me. Yeah. Yeah. They can't help it. They went down there, man. They, they That's where they want to go. And it's so much trouble to go through. Yeah, for I mean, a couple minutes of fun. And honestly, how fun is it? That's yeah, probably pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, maybe I go. <laughs> I think it's like more like it's like surreal. I think because like, like, I just I just can't believe life. I just spent you know eighteen hours traveling to get to this spot, and this is what we're what I'm doing right now. And then you see that cartel; they charge you an extra two hundred. You're not gonna say no. Right, yeah. yeah. I guess they got me. Well, I guess if I was gonna, I've never been with like a hooker before. But if I was going to be with the hooker, I'd want to be with the one who just got off her shift at the cell phone store. 
Right. Yeah. At least that's just normal girl. That's best time. <laughs> yeah. Right. You don't want to be at the one where it's like, she's like, oh, I want to. She's like been hooking all day long. Yeah. She's like, all right, one more. Yeah. And I gotta go home. And yeah, hurry like, up and get this out. You don't want your hooker <laughs> yawning when she's beating. Yeah, you right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like what one more? She's, no, you don't want your hooker to be like she's putting on her coat right when you get there. It's like, oh, all right, fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wipe down the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I I never been with a hooker before either. I know that's hard to believe, but I've never been with a hooker. I don't know how fun it is, yeah. but I've been to a water park, and bro, the amount of fun that you could have at that place, right? It's for a hundred bucks, and it's like consistent fun. It's consistent. It's always it's fun all day. There's you no know? regret. Yeah, yeah. There's no like it's not it doesn't peak. You got to get a nice girl, take her to a water park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you want to do. Don't be going to Ensenada and trying to bang some hookers with the cartel. Well, the problem too is that once you've been to the to Ensenada and you're banging hookers and you live in this debauched lifestyle, then that guy has to go back to Ohio and what, just be a regular guy? In front of his wife. Even if he's not married, then what he's supposed to try to like date and he's gotta have this on his mind. And he's, he's with like, some girl that's sixty six from the church. Yeah, he's like comparing her to some hooker that he met in yeah, yeah. in Mexico. <laughs> I don't even know how. Yeah, that mentally that doesn't add up. Yeah, those guys end up. You end up. I think you'd have to just commit to that lifestyle. Mexico, everybody's out to get you. They want to rip you. I, I know. I couldn't imagine how bad they rip off the people that get the hookers because oh, I know yeah. how bad I got ripped off just for chips and salsa. Right. They don't have any prices. They know they got you. They wait till after you ate it, then they charge you. Yep. You're like twenty three dollars, and they're standing there with a pistol, dude. It's Mexico. Hey, people yeah. just have a gun on that, and they'll be like, "Yeah, it's twenty three. Why you want to pay more?" Right. You're like, "Oh, here you go." <laughs> Wow. Got me good. Yeah, imagine that, but you got your pants down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's they got you by the go. balls. They literally. got you by the balls, literally. Yeah. They push them hookers on you, too. They try to force you to get it. Yeah. Because, dude, you got to constantly tell them, no, I'll walk the strip and I'll go eat. I like to eat. That's my thing. Yeah. I like to look at the old little shops and old stores. I like, I mean, it is kind of funny to walk through the hooker street. Yeah, I did that before when I was in Thailand and like everything. It's like this is kind of cool. And don't they sit in the dirt in Thailand? No, I mean when I was in Singapore, I think it's a lot like probably in Mexico or DR, where it's like they're all just like it's just every single business is like massage parlor, yeah, motel, and they're all just. I remember when I was in Singapore because Singapore it's like a very like strict country. Everything is perfectly clean. It's a place where you can't chew gum. Yeah. Or they like you get caned for chewing or spitting out gum on That's the sidewalk. That's crazy. No drugs. Everything. All the drugs are like death penalty. Wow. So no zero Dude, drugs. What? Zero drugs. Zero crime. It's like everything in Singapore is like perfectly clean because everything is so like intense and repressive. But prostitution is legal in a certain area. Wow. You need it at that point. Well, exactly. I think they realize it's like, all right, you got to blow off some steam somehow. Yeah, but the prostitution is like super regulated. They all get tested and everything. But when you walk, it was so creepy because when you walk, normally, you know what the, all these tourist places you go to, it's like when you're walking down the street, everybody's like trying to like grab your arm and yell right. at you. When you're walking down the street in Singapore at like the red light district, everything is completely silent. They're all just standing there, like you know those British guards. Yeah, they can't, they can't <laughs> move, and they're all just standing there, staring straight forward, saying nothing. Wow. And it's just, you just walk down the entire hooker block, and it's just every few feet, there's a hooker just standing there. She doesn't even like, she barely even makes eye contact. 
Man. And you just why it was very strange. I didn't get a hooker, but it was pretty cool walking through it. Do you regret not getting one? This is a joke I was doing for a while, but it's like halfway true where it was like I've always feel I feel like the one thing that saved me in life where I haven't really fucked up is just being cheap. Yeah. It's the reason why I don't drink a lot. I've never had like an alcohol problem. It's just drinks cost too much money. I yeah. never wanted to I never been like a huge weed guy cuz I didn't want to spend 300 bucks on an ounce of weed. Right. It just seemed like too much. Yeah. So I remember being in Thailand in Bangkok by myself. It's like 21 years old and everybody else was getting hookers. And they were like, you know, they were telling me you should go and they were like, "Oh, it's, you know, whatever many bot the Thai bot." Yeah. So I'm like doing the currency exchange in my head. I'm like I wanted to do it, but it was like that's like forty dollars. Man, like I'm not paying forty bucks for that. And so they all leave and have their fun and fuck hookers, and I'm just like I don't know, reading magazines or something. Huh? And then looking back, it's like ah, I should have spent the forty bucks. Yeah, because then you go back to Cali and you see how much they really cost. Exactly. Yeah. In retrospect, that was a very good deal I passed up. You see, you're a guy <laughs> with deals. That's why I'm surprised you passed them up over but there. But I think it was more of a that's just the cheapness in me. It's like I'm not paying forty bucks for this. It's too much money. Yeah, dude, I don't know what they cost. I think the thing is, though, my thing with paying for hookers, I've never done it before, but I'd want to pay more than 40 bucks. No, you get a good one. Well, you want it, exactly. If I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay. I'm not getting the you know the discount model. What about our one friend that lost his virginity in Vegas? He dropped like 4500 on a hooker. Wow. Lasted two minutes. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know about that. Oh, I'll have to tell you after oh, the podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, two minutes isn't a long time, but could but be worse. Dude, he was like 40 years old when he lost his virginity. But it's like if you waited that long, you should have found a wife first. Go nah. find another girl that never did it. No, nah, I think at that point, you got to do something drastic. The kid changed completely. Oh, really? Yeah, it was for the better. As soon as he got laid, dude, he really changed. He got wow. cool. 4500 bucks is so much money. Yeah, dude. And I went to Vegas. You, There's plenty of hookers for like 80 But see, this is why I don't mess with any hookers or anything like that. Yeah. They hand you this card that says 80 yeah. bucks, right? Then you get them to your hotel room and they stick a knife to your throat or something and take your kid. Well, no, I mean, you get the card that, and you see the girl on the card says 80 bucks. That's, that's not the girl that shows up. Yeah. That's just the girl on the card. Right. It's somebody else showing up and it's like, no, nah, this is the $80 deal right here. I get oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. I know some of them are busted. I had a friend, he, he was a waiter at, at, a, at one of the comedy clubs and he moved to Vegas. His restaurant. He um he worked two jobs nights he was like a couple of days a week at the comedy club oh, yeah. but he actually worked for one of these high end food chain restaurants yeah and they had an opening in Vegas as a manager so dude they send him out there way more money than he's used to making and dude he's a guy for deals too he would send me videos of him banging these busted hookers bro wow and he said they would call him like when they needed money for their cell phone bill and stuff yeah. And he's like, dude, I was going to be on the phone with him. And he'd be like, yeah, hold on, man. I'm going to click over. Don't say nothing. And he'd click over. This girl would be like, come on, I just need 62 bucks. And he'd, wow. he'd be like talking to her like, oh, you're coming over? Jeez. And I'm done. My brother gets to go too now, right? Wow. <laughs> just crazy stuff, man. He'd send me videos. These girls would just be like, but one girl, her nose was broke. I'm like, what happened? Did you hit her? He's like, nah, she came like that. <laughs> I'm just like, dude. This, the is, the, this is the floor model. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Came yeah. used, but yeah, yeah. acceptable. Came used, yeah. You, I was at 10% off because <laughs> your nose is bleeding right wow. now. Wow. I wonder how much he's paying, though, right? He was saying about 60 bucks. Wow. 
They'd come See, I mean, real once quick. again, I think there is, you know, you are, you get what you pay for in that situation. Right. 4500 bucks, it probably is like, that's got to be ex porn star girl or something. And probably all tested, clean, shows yeah. up with paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think at that point, you haven't, you know, you're that old and you haven't had sex. I mean, I guess you just, yeah. You got them. Here's the thing think about how much money he's probably saved over the years. Oh, right. Yeah. Dude, yeah By not right. chasing girls. It's like, yeah, this is all in the piggy bank. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna blow it one way or the other, I guess. Probably would have spent ten thousand times more than that. And that girl's showing up with like probably nice little outfits. She's not showing up with a broken nose. Well, you're paying. It's also like they say, you're paying her to leave. Right. Yeah. Afterwards, this isn't a lot of hanging around, watching a movie kind of stuff. Yeah, that's where that regret sets in. Yeah, you don't gotta watch some bullshit Netflix TV show. I don't know how these people cheat on their wives with these hookers. Like when I see, like we're talking the car salesman guys. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, I couldn't imagine that level of regret. Because, you know, we've all like. Yeah, you do something. (laughs) Go buy or something. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. No, I think like uh, some guys, since you've never been married, I've never been married. I think you kind of project that on people. That they must feel guilty about this. But I think those guys, they don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, well, she hung out with her ex-husband once. <laughs> yeah. Well, plus, I think it's like once you've been married for 20 years and you're in, you're that kind of lifestyle, it's like, this, you know, you're just going crazy. Yeah. All I did was bang a hooker. What are you mad about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pay the bills on time. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get the Red Bulls when you want the Red Bulls? <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on. That's my credit card. I let you use it. Yeah. I've seen you at the gas station. I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends. Like, I think how satisfied you are in your life is whether you're still willing to do that, run that kind of risk. Yeah, I'd feel bad to break the girl's heart. Yeah. But truthfully, the girl probably don't care. Who knows? Half the time, she's probably cheating too. Yeah, I mean, strip clubs are basically made for married guys. Well, then what's the woman's version? A massage place? There is no woman's version. But you know, that's, women that's, tell me they'd rather have a massage from a woman because they get violated in the massage. Yeah, room. it'd be it's just weird. I think I mean like the whole phenomenon of like women strip clubs, the Chippendales kind of thing. It's more for gay men. Well, it's more for gay men, and I think that was like it was like a thing for like five years in the eighties. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't think this yeah that that's not like a real like uh, you know you go there once as a goof. I think back when girls were wearing shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, you know, the reason that don't exist is because, like, you know, like, nowadays a girl, especially if she's on, like, birth control or something, she could just be, like, you could be somewhere with your lady, you could be, like, at the beach, and then she could be, like, oh, I'm gonna go use the bathroom and grab a lemonade, you see her in another hour and ten minutes, what happened, babe? Oh, there was a long line, and somebody just banged her in the bathroom. Well, I think what happens mostly for those kinds of women, especially if they're like late 40s, 50s, that's when they end up on the cruise ship with you. Right. Yeah. That's when we're going on the ladies cruise and we're going down to Jamaica and just get, you know, ran through in Jamaica. Dude, I knew a girl used to cheat on her dude so bad and we would tell him and he didn't want to believe us. He's like, dude, I know you guys are just saying that because you like her. And dude, she would like make a joke out of it. Right. She'd be like going and just do she drove down to the the um what do you call the like she'd meet her boyfriend places like walmart or the gas station bang them in the car and then just drive back home like have it all lined up he'd be like cooking hot dogs on the grill wow making franks and she just banged a dude literally just did it wow 
Or like she'd be getting off work and uh, she'd be- they worked at a food place. She'd bang the dude in the cooler, a f- another friend of ours, mutual friend, and he'd come out and shake the other dude's hand. Wow. And it's like, bro, just scummy, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of marriage where it's like, it, this was going to go bad eventually anyways. Some yeah. people just always have that kind of drama in their life. I think. But that's, I think the girls got it a little bit more like that. Like if a girl went up to a dude and was just like, hey, can you know, can we go hook up in the bathroom real quick? Chances are the guy might say, yeah, nine times out of ten. Like right. if she got a condom too, just real fast, nobody will know. Yeah. But now if a dude goes up to a girl, hey, can I just bang you in this bathroom real fast? Dude, she's going to go find a police officer, yeah. older brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a that's different when you're going to get shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what did I do wrong here? <laughs> I think there's a lot of older women that just like, you just stop trying to fuck when you're that age. Maybe. Whereas I think the husband is going, the one that's going to Mexico and doing something weird. Yeah. I think that guy's just leaving somewhat his wife in, you know, Ohio and she's just, you know, playing pickleball or something. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. And he's accusing her. You better not be cheating on me while I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's the one he's thinking in his head. <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I always feel guilty. I always, every time little things, I read into stuff. Like, you ever see when somebody puts their phone face down? I'm yeah. thinking, what are you hiding? Right. You know? ah, it's a sign of respect. Really? Yeah. Well, because they're not like, they got you full attention. You know. Wow. That's, that's how I take it, at least. Yeah, see, I think, oh, she's cheating. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> cheating on me. That's how many text messages she's getting. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be the text message that says, come cheat on your boyfriend. Girls cheat so much smarter, man. What they do is they use a middle guy like the mob, dude. I've been cheating on a handful of times. You know what they do is they'll have their best friend. They'll call her up. They'll be like, hey, hide Josh's number for me in your phone. Have Josh text you when he wants to text me. And you know, Josh don't give a shit. Oh, she's got a husband? Even better. I love that right. more. Yeah. You know, now I'm banging a married woman. Hey, so-and-so, can you hit? Can you hit Jessica up? Tell her I'm trying to meet up. Right. And then, you know, they talk in codes like that pig Latin shit. Idiga, idiga, gudiga. You're asking your girl, what the fuck is she saying right, to you? Right, right. Next thing you know, your lady's going to Walmart. Yep. I mean, she's like, uh, she's texting him, but she's using like a different app. Yeah. It's like, oh, what do you have? WhatsApp? She's yeah, really. Or <laughs> she sure this bitch has Telegram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She says she's going grocery shopping, comes back with flowers. Yeah. Hey, the, what the fuck she's, happened here? She's DMing him using the bank app. I don't yeah. know how you could do that. Why are you talking to him on Chase Bank? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's got, it feels so stressful. I don't know. It's amazing to me how much trouble people go through for these things. Well, it's like you could just break up with your boyfriend and just you know go with this other guy. But instead of that, people have to create this entire house of cards. Well, That's what? clearly eventually going to come down. Wasn't it you telling me the... Hardest cr- crime to solve is if you just, you know, a person just murders a random person. Yeah. There's no, it's like the same way with cheating. You just go bang a random person and never talk to him again. But Chances I mean, are, like, I think most, you do that once, but then eventually, you know, you gotta, there's receipts everywhere and things start to add up and you yeah. end up having to build this entire lie around all these things. Yeah, that was like, like, what are you really getting away with at that point? Yeah, why were you buying dildos? Listen, honey, I might be gay. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's too much drama. I don't know how people live like that. Yeah, you went to eat at a vegan restaurant. That's what's crazy to me, too, about when you hear married guys that are cheating on their wife with just like some girl they meet in a bar down the street. Yeah, and it's like, as a single guy, it's hard enough to get laid. This guy's married and he's getting laid. 
Right. Think about that. How is it? I mean, like, is that married guy getting rejected every once in a while? How greedy. But it's like, is that married guy just like, I wonder how many times you got to try before you find the girl who's down to, you know. Well, in those situations, he's probably helping her out. Like, I knew one guy. It's always these car salesmen. That's who cheats. Right. Anyways, man, he bought a girl a car and started banging her. Dude, you can't just buy somebody else a car. His wife did the taxes and realized you bought a whole nother vehicle. Wow. Gave his girlfriend a credit card to use for gas. She was like 20, had two kids. Jeez. He was about 56. And, you know, that is so much money. Yeah. Bought yeah. her a car, man, like a $10,000, a nice car. Wow. You know, standard stripper car, a little Dodge Stratus or something. Huh. See, that, I guess that's the argument right there for just like go to the hooker. Yeah, Papa it, it Georgie. Was, do it they, once. They used to call him Papa Georgie. She'd drop her kids off at work. Wow. He'd have to watch the kids. Man, so much drama in these people's lives, huh? Especially you're 56 at a grown person's job. You got this little 19-year-old girl all ghetto. Who's that hoochie mama coming up <laughs> with that music? Got uh, these babies everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three kids running around. You're trying to sell cars. You're juggling cell phones. Look, is the sex that good? You could be giving her pay as you go phones, buying oh her bubble God. gum. Yeah, yeah, little kids eating runts and stuff, spitting them out everywhere. Every night you're trying to like before you get home, you got to pull over and throw some trash out. Yeah, you throw all these like fish fillets off. You know, you got to wash all the perfume from Claire's. Yeah. <laughs> off your- the little twenty dollar mall store. So much stress. Think about that. Yeah, why that do you guy got has to glitter? juggle has to juggle so much shit. Yeah. Life can be so much simpler for people. Who'd you buy happy meals for? Yeah. I seen the little apples in your back seat. Right. I was trying to eat healthy, babe. Uh, <laughs> how much of uh OnlyFans customers do you think are married guys? Ninety nine percent. It's gotta be a lot, right? I bought the OnlyFans app, like I downloaded it one time because I thought I don't, you know, I don't know anything about computers, yeah. and I thought comedians were doing their jokes on there too and getting fans to like yeah. pay for their jokes. Anyways, I'm sleeping one night, get an email from OnlyFans. My girl to this day probably thinks I bought OnlyFans because of that fucking email thing. Wow, they email you. Did you pay for it? <laughs> No, it's like free to just like download OnlyFans or create an account. Oh yeah, yeah. I never put any stand up on there. Imagine if I did that. There are. They were putting out stand up comedy. Yeah, I thought they stand-up, were. Stand up yeah. specials. I know a guy who did the thing for them. So yeah, that's what I was trying to do, but my girl to this day, you know, you tell any logical person well, that. See, that's the thing. That's I mean, that's why I brought it up, is that like I wonder if this even counts as cheating at this point. For most of these well, same most as of these porno would guys, count. Well, I think this is a step up from porn. Because you're, you're giving them the somebody. money. Yeah, yeah. there's a kind of a direct relationship. But the vast majority of OnlyFans, like, client-customer relations, it's not like they don't meet up. Right. Just, I think you just send her five bucks a month. Well, that's how they try to really get you is they say they do meetups. I see them on Twitter all yeah. the time. You, you see, they'll well, comment. Well, this is like the new sex worker thing. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. They'll be like, I do meetups f- and DM me for meetups. It's like I'm the hottest 19-year-old. Yeah, like but a, yeah. bro, it's like, come on. If these girls were really doing meetups, they'd be missing. Right. Nobody's, come on, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. doing no meetups with but strangers. I wonder, like, is, is that even grounds for a divorce? If your wife catches you spending five bucks to somebody every month? I mean, it depends on where the boundaries are. Yeah, but I wonder if the wife, it's like, I think you just got to chalk that up to the game. 
What do you think's worse, in your opinion, the ones where people spend five dollars every month on OnlyFans to see the girl, you know, whatever, see her topless or whatever, whatever she's doing? Yeah. They pay five dollars a month for the videos, or when the catch a predator guys when they're like, oh, we caught your husband. Right. See he's DMing a thirteen-year-old a picture of his oh, dick. I mean, the, I mean, that's way worse. They make you call your wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and then that's like a legal thing too. You're getting caught. I don't understand these people that they'll be like on TikTok. They'll be like, we're from the pedophile elite group. And, you know, we're going to call the police unless you call your wife. It's just some regular guy. There ain't no <laughs> pedophile elite group. Yep, yep, yep. Well, that's like the junk email you get. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, we just caught you watching porn now. Send, you know. But I think like, I mean, if you were, imagine if you were that married guy who gets caught paying for OnlyFans. <laughs> I mean, it would be, it wouldn't even be like, do you even apologize to your wife then? It's like, I paid $5. Yeah. All I did was see some naked pictures of this girl. It's not even like. That's know. when they try to say the good thing. Though. I was trying to help her out. But it was well, it's like, yeah, she's in college. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, what's that five? You give oh, money to the church. Well, it's the one thing. It's like, it's not <laughs> like we're that poor. We can spend five bucks. Yeah. Just pretend I spent, I you know, instead of buying McDonald's, I spent five bucks on OnlyFans. This you month. know, that's when that always the people rehash the past. Like if he did that then, then yeah. he's gonna bring up. Well, remember you kissed Michael behind the bleachers in seventh grade right. when we first met. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What about that? <laughs> I think it's OnlyFans is even. It's actually better than porn. So at least you're paying for it. There's a le- legitimate. You're supporting somebody. Well, I know. Some people, that's their boundaries. If you watch porno, they're like, hey, that's like you're cheating on me. It's like you'd rather have that woman than me. Oh, uh, right. Which I respect that. I don't know. know. I mean, like, we've obviously just in this discussion have uh, pointed out a few worst things you could do. <laughs> 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 yeah, I got some stories I can tell you. If you think that's bad, <laughs> uh, why do you hear about this other guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's in fucking Ensenada right now. With the, yeah. Spending his kid's college fund. Yeah, yeah, about to get killed by the cartel. All I did was just, yeah, jerk off on my phone for a while. Last time I was down there, they had to kick the guy out, man. Old dude, about 76. Wow. And dude, he just wouldn't leave the place. He did all, because you could buy Viagra's right across the street. Oh, wow. And bro, he was just like, yep, I'm going out with a bang. He was a transgender man. He was like, this is a true story. had had boobies too, man. Old wow. war vet. Like, I know. I'm smiling when I say it's just because me and the person laughed so much together. We hung out on the ship the whole time. I thought it was just an old lady. Oh, yeah. And um, we were hanging out every day. They tell- they love dirty jokes, man. They, they'd be like, tell me a dirty joke. And they had all these filthy, dirty jokes one after another. Wow. There's a hundred of them. Some fu- bro, it made me want to rethink comedy. I'm like, bro, this person's killing it. I don't got one good joke for them. Yeah, it's street jokes. Not- yeah, they were street jokes. Yeah. But either way, they the, a lot of these older guys go to these cruises because they, they get all them Viagras. You get painkillers, testosterone. You get it all really cheap right so say you go on a cruise right say you get a deal you want to gamble a little you get a ticket for a cruise ship for like 199 bucks because they think you're gonna gamble a little you're just going to mexico maybe the whole trip costs you like 300 but you could buy a ridiculous amount of testosterone and viagra and painkillers dirt cheap wow like seriously, dude, like eighty cents a pill and shit like that. Jeez. So these guys will drop like three, four hundred there between the testosterone, the Cialis, the everything. Well, all of these things, like they're all drugs that line up with hookers. 
Yeah. They all lead to the hookers. It's <laughs> but this dude was just all day he was at the damn, because you could see they're open about it. Girls, girls, right here, they sit out front in bikinis on the bench. I think right. it's legal in Mexico. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, you just seen him. He's just waiting. He was waiting for the one girl. Wow. And they're like, no, we got to, she's, she's in there. She's busy right now. Jeez. And he was just sitting out there waiting. See, that's the other problem I'd have with like, getting hookers in that kind of situation is that I'd feel so bad for the hookers I'm not that I'm passing up. Oh, yeah. You know, there's the other ones that have just been hanging out. Like, you know, it's like getting a haircut where it's like, I'm not, I'm waiting for you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like a barbershop. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 I'm not interested. Yeah. It's like, I'll wait an extra 45 minutes. It's like, even worse than a barbershop because barbershop, the guy has to understand, hey, you never seen him cut. Yeah. You could clearly see <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. what this girl's just, doing. Yeah, not into fishnets. <laughs> yeah, look, it's just, it's not my thing. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got yeah. that line under your neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remind me of a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Very odd you, gotta, you look like my brother a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right. You're getting weird vibes. <laughs> I'll hang out with you. <laughs> Me and you we hang out, we'll play chess for a while, wait yeah. for the wait for the pretty girl to get yeah, back. What's your favorite color? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let's play some games on my phone. Neon green, is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah. You had a joke about that, you were saying about like uh go to the massage parlor. Oh yeah, the person waiting and to go wait, next. Waiting to go next, where it's like that's so much tension. Yeah, it's embar it's the most embarrassing is yeah, when you're the one dwiddling your thumbs waiting to go next. Yeah, your your phone's out of batteries. Can't play anymore. You're just birds. sitting there listening to that relaxing Buddhist music. <laughs> <laughs> you got the little water fountain twinkling. Yeah, uh, you think it's one of those things where you think you can hear something happening, but you, it's like yeah. just faint enough where you're not sure if I heard it. They're always trying to give so, you water. Yeah, 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 I don't want any more fucking water. Where's the girl at? <laughs> you I know what I'm fuck. here for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm here for, bitch. Be all drunk. Yeah, they yeah. size you up you're getting, too. Getting mad at their yeah good customer service. Yeah, got to pay the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You know, I I hated it because when I was moving a lot, it, I couldn't get a good massage anywhere. It was all those nasty places. Right. Everywhere I went, like you almost got to spend like $300. There's no middle ground for massages. Yep. If the place is only 60 bucks, chances are it's going to be a terrible massage. Yeah. And they're going to try to beat you off. But if the place is 300 it's probably still going to be a bad massage and they're not going to beat you off. Well, so, 300, that's for like, uh, you're like a football player or something. Swedish massage. Those are for like real, like legit, like, you know. Well, a football player or a mover. <laughs> right, little, but like the, what you're ideally looking to pay is like 50, 60 bucks. But you can't it's like, get there's it, no, though. that just doesn't exist. Oops. When they get you once good, like they got me around here. There was a good massage place here. First time they got me, I tipped like $25. On a, a $70 massage. Wow. So I gave him 95 bucks and um, never got a good massage there again. I went back twice. Wow. You know, this place was actually the red light district. I looked it up. Oh, uh, yeah. Back in the day, man. It's Polish hookers and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they, fuck, they put their knuckles in it. Uh, yeah. I can totally imagine when you're walking through Chinatown, some of those little side streets. Oh, yeah. Just imagine that back when it was like italian jewish immigrants back 1921 there. Yeah, yeah it's probably just look up and you see just like a line of hookers i guarantee you beating yeah. people off in alleyways you hear about hookers in new york city a lot and it's like i think i've seen them but it's very rare it's more in the bad neighborhoods like when i lived in harlem yeah they're out there it's the girls just sitting on their phone dressed up like they're at the nightclub yeah at yeah 3 p.m 
but it's like you don't you would think you'd see it more yeah i think you're starting to see it more now because they did that thing in new york where the prostitute doesn't get charged yeah you know now the well they said they were thinking about legalizing it uh you know which i think it kind of makes sense people are doing it anyway they really should might as well make it safe but i'd feel bad for all the people that are here from other countries that wouldn't be able to do it legally because right now that's the advantage they got like a lot of these places in queens and these asian massage spas chances are i don't think these girls could work on paper or they oh, probably no. wouldn't be beating people off yeah yeah yeah. But i mean i think they're they're getting like flown in from you know now if they gotta legalize that it's gonna put a lot of people out of work yeah i still think uh i mean they could make it completely legal and make it like open like the weed stores people would still kind of look down on you, I think. It would never be accepted, accepted. I'll tell you, the lowest I ever came to, the closest I ever came to picking up a hooker was I had major heartbreak, and it was this gorgeous fucking girl, man. But she looked so good, dude. And uh, this is when I lived in the Bronx, too. And anyway, she was like a hooker in the Bronx. And, dude, I got her back to my apartment, inside my apartment. I still paid her, dude. Anyways, because I was just scared at that point. But I, she took off her shirt and had five bullet holes, dude. Whoa. She was shot five times. I was like, oh. There was a I was scars? like, did you have surgery? I thought maybe she had like a tummy tuck or surgeries. Yeah. And she laughed like, you're cute. It's broken English. But she got shot. Wow. Yep, in the Bronx. Was I she guess. like doing some criminal shit? No, just- she said her boyfriend caught her cheating and shot her five times. Wow. She lived. Yeah. So what happened then? Lived to hook another day. Well, I paid her 80 bucks and I was like, I think I changed my mind. Wow. <laughs> that was the yeah, best light that lady's had in a while, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was an easy one. That was easy. Yeah. It's like when you get to, get to the club and the show's canceled, you get paid anyways. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I'll> yeah. Take <laughs> it. <laughs> Let's go to get some chicken. Uh, yeah. So that was that. Wow. Yeah. But you know, it was crazy. She still wanted to spend the night. I think she was homeless and she just was thinking, oh, if I hook up with this John, I'll have somewhere to sleep for the night. Uh, I yeah. can't get her out of my house. Wow. 